0: Welcome to an episode of ForteTC presents "The Sun Sets in the East." I am your host, the Shea Butter himself, Monty. Just to give everyone an insight on this podcast, I've been working on this podcast for the past 6 months and thinking about what i would like to do and what kind of stories i want to tell i brought this to the attention of my director and producer ben and matt and they were very very supportive on this project that i have here this podcast will contain stories of the unusual and paranormal from far east asia and I hope to share some stories that I've heard through friends and families, as well as the internet. The stories I plan to share on this podcast are from Asian websites and blogs that I find interesting, so I hope you guys will enjoy it. The first story I want to share with everyone was a story posted by a gentleman named Feng on a popular Chinese website. It captured a lot of people's attention. It has even sent chills down a lot of people who have read the story. However, the story has been removed by the poster on the internet and now only circulating through those who have read it and retelling it on YouTube and other Chinese podcast stations. The title of the story was called 2019 Paranormal Incidents of Henan province. After graduating from university, Feng found himself a job at a reputable consulting firm. At the firm, he met a female colleague named Yomi. Feng and Yomi worked at the same department and have developed a great working relationship at this firm. One day, their manager at the firm assigns Feng and Yomi a trip down to Henan Province to handle a project. The project will require them to stay there for about a week. Also, the manager has assigned three other colleagues to meet up with them. The manager let them know that their accommodations were paid by their client to stay at a hotel in Jiaozhou City. Their journey begins from taking the plane to Hebei Province and then transferring to a bus that would take them to Jiaozu City. At Jiaozoo City, their client has arranged for a driver to pick them up and take them to the local hotel. After being dropped off by the driver in front of the hotel, Feng began to notice that the neighborhood that they are staying at seems kind of odd. There were very few people on the streets and very few stores opened. Mind you, the time that they arrived here was only 4 p.m. in the afternoon. In the story, Feng gave a quick description of the hotel. The hotel was seven stories tall, an independent building, with a strange column built in front of the entrance. The column is known in Chinese as a hua biao, which is typically erected in front of tombs or palaces. It typically symbolizes luxury, royalty, you know, fancy, but it's very rarely used in modern day. Feng glances over at Yomi and realizes that she had a shocking awe look on her face while staring at the hotel. To lighten the mood a little bit, Feng turned to Yomi and said, Hey, at least we probably will get a good night's rest. For the next few days while we stay here since this neighborhood is quite quiet yomi just nodded and smiled as they both approached the hotel lobby after checking into the hotel they both got their keys feng's room was situated on the third floor and yomi's was situated on the fourth floor with their keys and luggage in hand they wandered over to the elevator to take it up while in the elevator ride yomi explained to feng that she hopes that her bedroom was not a corner suite right next to the fire escape. There's this Chinese superstition regarding corner rooms of hotels. It's mainly because corner hotel rooms seems to be more spacious and attracts a lot of negative energy. And on top of that, it's right next to the fire escape, which contains no windows. This is what Chinese would consider yin. It means that it's very dark and traps a lot of negative energy, which can conjure up evil spirits. So not many people enjoy staying in corner suites. After getting off the elevator, Yomi started looking for her room. And to her shock, it happens to be the corner suite. Before opening the door, Yomi immediately grabs her cell phone and decides to give Feng a call. Yomi told Feng that she was not going to be staying at a corner suite especially in an eerie-looking hotel like this one. She told Feng that she was going to go downstairs to get her room changed. While trying to calm Yomi down, Feng says, Look, we've been traveling for a long day and I'm sure we are all hungry. How about this? We go out, grab some dinner, check in with the client to let them know that we arrived in the city, and then on our way back, we can go and speak with the receptionist to get your room changed. After dinner, it was close to 10 p.m. by the time Feng and Yomi returned back to the hotel. On the way back, Yomi went to the front desk and asked if she could get her room changed. The front desk obliged and decided to move Yomi down to the same floor as Feng. After receiving her keys to her new room, Yomi appeared to be concerned about going back to her room retrieve her luggage. So Feng decided to offer his help by going to Yomi's old room to retrieve her luggage for her. When Feng arrived at the door, he pulls out the keys and unlocks the door. The room was in pitch darkness. The only thing that was illuminating the room were the hotel lights blinking outside the window. After seeing this, Feng grabbed Yomi's luggage and quickly left the room, without staying there even for a second longer. After returning back to the third floor, Feng went to Yomi to give her her luggages and then returned back to his room so he could go to bed. At about 3 a.m., Feng was startlingly awakened by clanging noises in his hotel room. As he got out of bed, he realized that the noise was coming from outside of his hotel window. He looked outside and saw nobody on the streets. He thought that he was imagining things, but the sound continued. The clanging sound began to fade. So Feng didn't think much of it, and then climbed back into bed and went to sleep. March 18th, 2019, Monday. The other three colleagues arrived at noon after their long commute to the hotel the three men checked in and were staying on the fifth floor after settling into their room the team lead mr chai asked the two roommates feng and yomi who were staying on the third floor to meet up with them at their suite for that meeting yomi was the last to arrive upon arriving yomi tells everyone that she was out buying cigarettes and on her way back as she looked up at the hotel, she realized that they were the only guests booked in this hotel. The reason why was when she looked up the hotel, she only saw three bedrooms that were well lit. Yomi confided to their team lead, Mr. Chai, saying that she feels that there's something really odd about this hotel and that maybe they should look for another hotel to stay in. After listening to Yomi, Mr. Chai agreed. He too felt that this hotel was very strange and odd. However, the hotel has already been paid off by the client. Mr. Chai thought it would be rather rude to just get up and leave in the middle of the night without any reasons. So he let everyone know, maybe we'll look for a hotel tomorrow morning by ourselves. Until then, let's just spend the night here. Everyone agreed and decided to move on with their meeting. Halfway through the meeting session, everyone heard a loud, high-pitched sound of children's laughter ringing through everyone's ears. The children's laughter lasted for about a few seconds. Nobody in the room can deny that they did not hear it. In fact, Fung was terrified. A startled Mr. Chai suggested to everyone that they should end the meeting now and have everyone go back to their rooms and sleep for the rest of the night. While they're wrapping up their meeting session, Feng approached Mr. Chai and suggested that he moves into their suite and stays with them. Seeing the fear on Feng's face, Mr. Chai agreed. Mr. Chai accompanied Feng to go to his bedroom to collect his luggage. A prawn arriving in Feng's room on the third floor, Feng needed to use the bathroom. So Mr. Chai stayed in the living room area and waited for him. Just as Feng was about to finish using the bathroom, he heard a sudden knocking. It was Mr. Chai. He shouted to Feng, Hey, Feng, are you done yet? Hurry, come out. We need to change hotels tonight. After hearing this, Fung quickly got out of the bathroom, picked up his stuff, and left the room with Mr. Chai. Fung, Mr. Chai, Yomi, and their two other colleagues regrouped in the hotel lobby and checked out of that hotel that evening. As Fung recalls, the new hotel was located at the city center. There were lots of city lights and busy streets. Fung felt that it was night and day compared to the previous hotel that they stayed in. They booked three bedrooms with Yomi having her own bedroom at the new hotel. After such a strange and eventful night everyone was exhausted and went straight to bed. March 19th 2019 Tuesday. In the morning Mr. Chai Feng and their colleagues realized that Yomi did not attend the morning meeting. Feng was concerned, so he checked up on Yomi. Yomi said that she was really sick and barely had the strength to get out of the bed. Feng thought, well, if you're sick, then you should just stay in bed and get some rest. We will handle the rest of the work for that day. March 20th, 2019, Wednesday. It's now the fourth day of this business trip, and Yomi's illness worsened. Worried about his colleague, Feng took Yomi to the nearby hospital for a checkup. Feng recalls the doctor couldn't find anything wrong with Yomi. All the doctor can do for Yomi was give her a shot of acetaminophen to help relieve her fever. After that, Feng brought Yomi back to the hotel room so she can continue to rest. While Feng was dropping Yomi off in her room, Feng suggested to Yomi that since her work is almost completed, she should let the other colleagues take over her work and that she should take the next early flight home. After listening to Feng's suggestion, Yomi told Feng that she was not going anywhere and that she was staying on this business trip. Feng recalled that she sounded very angry and was very adamant. After seeing Yomi's reaction to his statement, Feng decided to drop the topic and let Yomi rest. March 21st, 2019, Thursday. It is the fifth day of this business trip. Feng noticed that Yomi's health has improved. However, her behavior was becoming very odd. Yomi would Refused to leave her hotel room, and has been isolating herself from the group. Concerned, Feng went down to Yomi's hotel room to check in on her. Feng asked why she refused to go to work and what was she doing in her hotel room all by herself. Yomi replied, "I'm busy talking to someone." When Feng asked who, Yomi ignored his question and closed the hotel room door on. Later that evening, Yomi's illness returned. So Feng and Mr. Chai decided to take Yomi to the hospital. Again, the doctors couldn't find anything wrong with her. While waiting for Mr. Chai and the doctor discussing Yomi's condition inside the doctor's office, Feng and Yomi were sitting outside waiting. Feng glances over to look at Yomi. While staring into Yomi's eyes, Feng sensed an emptiness behind them. Feng described it as if he was staring into a stranger's eyes and it was no longer his colleague, Yomi, staring back at him. March 22nd, 2019, Friday. Feng noted that nothing odd happened on this day. Feng said that Yomi stayed in her room all day resting. However, Yomi did not eat anything that day. Feng just thought that it may be due to her illness that she may not have much of an appetite. March 23rd, 2019, Saturday. It was the last day of the assignment and everybody was busy working on their work. Due to the heavy workload, Feng decided to see if Yomi could come and help, but Yomi was still too sick in bed. Feng and Mr. Chai decided to take Yomi to see a different doctor. Again, at this clinic, the doctors were unable to determine anything wrong with Yomi's illness. Feng began to sense that there's something very odd going on. How can someone be sick for four to five days? and the doctors still can't find anything wrong with them. While back at the hotel, Feng started to notice that Yomi's behavior was beginning to deteriorate. Yomi would walk around talking to herself, and sometimes she would be laughing at nothing. This behavior of Yomi's began to freak some of their colleagues out, and they all started to distance themselves from her. March 24th. 2019 Sunday The assignment was complete. The team initially wanted to stick around the city and plan to head home the next day. However, based on how this week has been going, everyone felt like as if this week has been cursed. With everyone's mood spoiled, Mr. Chai booked a bus from Jiaozhou City to a neighboring city to catch a flight back home the next day. Mr. Chai then contacted Yomi and told her to get packed and prepare to check out of the hotel. They were all going to meet at the hotel lobby and catch the bus. While everyone was in the lobby, Yomi didn't show up. After prolonged waiting, Feng and Mr. Chai returned to Yomi's room to check in on her. After knocking and calling out to her at Yomi's door, without opening the door, Yomi responded that she was not yet ready to go home. She told him to catch the bus without her and that she will meet them at the airport tomorrow. After a few more failed attempts at convincing Yomi to leave with them, Feng and Mr. Chai decide to head back to the lobby to catch their bus. March 25th, 2019, Monday. Their flight was scheduled to depart at 3 p.m., however, Yomi has still not shown up at the airport. Feng and Mr. Chai tried messaging and calling her cell phone, but Yomi was still not responding, nor was she answering their calls. Concerned about Yomi, thinking maybe something happened to her along the way to the airport, Mr. Chai decided to call the hotel and have the receptionist go up and check in on Yomi also mentioning that Yomi was sick and that they were concerned with her health. A few minutes later, the hotel receptionist called back and told Mr. Chai that they did check in on her and that she sounded energetic and cheerful and didn't sound like she was sick. The only strange thing was she refused to open the door to the receptionist. After getting confirmation from the receptionist that Yomi was doing fine, Mr. Chai thought it was kind of odd that Yomi still didn't want to open her door to the receptionists as if she was hiding something. But since the receptionist reported back to Mr. Chai saying that she sounded fine, Mr. Chai didn't think further much about it and decided to tell the team to prepare themselves to board the plane. Before boarding the plane, Feng sends Yomi one last message telling her that they were on their way home. March 26, 2019, Tuesday. While resting at home, Fung receives a call at 9 a.m. from his manager from the firm. His manager sounded very frantic, asking him where he was. Fung, still waking up, responded that he was still at home. Hearing Fung's tired response, his manager shouts, Yomi's dead! she died in her hotel room. Apparently, the hotel cleaning staff were sent to tidy her room up thinking that she must have already checked out. Upon entering her room, the hotel cleaning staff discovered her lifeless body. Feng, now fully awake after hearing the news, immediately calls Mr. Chai to tell him what had happened. Feng, Mr. Chai, Feng's manager and Yomi's husband all booked the next flight to Jiaozhou city. Once they've reached the Jiaozhou city police station, the police reported that the cause of death was unknown. There were no signs of struggle or illness, but the police did notice that Yomi had sent one last voice message before she died. The recipient of her final message was her manager. After hearing this, The manager responded saying that he did see her message come through the night before, but because it was late in the evening, he didn't bother listening to the voice message and went to bed. The police officer asked the manager if he could play the voice message that Yomi sent him. After listening to the voice message, the manager throws his phone onto the police officer's desk, seeming frightened. The voice message was the (coughs) horrific scream of Yomi before she died. After a few years later, Feng and Mr. Chai met at a company social gathering. After the two finished catching up and having a few drinks, Feng asked Mr. Chai privately a question that's been lingering on his mind for years since the incident. Feng asked, Remember when we were at the creepy hotel after our meeting, you suggested that we change hotel the next day? Then, when I was in the bathroom, you suddenly told us that we were switching hotels that evening? Why the sudden change? Mr. Chai took a sip of his drink, and his expression turned serious. He asked Fung, do you really want to know? Fung replied, it's been years since the incident, you can tell me now. Mr. Chai said, while I was waiting for you while you were in the bathroom, I sat on the sofa... And the television suddenly turned on, displaying a face. Fung replied, Whose face appeared on the television? Mr. Chai said, It was Yomi's face. (laughs) That was the end of the story. I hope you all enjoyed it. I'd like to once again thank my producer, Ben, and my director, Matt, for giving me this opportunity to share this platform with all of you guys. If you guys are interested, please subscribe to our Instagram page. You can find it at 4ttc.org and leave us a comment. Tell me what you guys think. Have a wonderful evening. Sleep well and I will talk to you all later. Good night,